Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Welcome, fellow Lions fans. I'm Jimmy Liao, University of Michigan Medical School graduate, board certified in family medicine. What a great win. I celebrated with some Chicago-style deep dish pizza. For a while, I thought I was going to be eating it with some salty lion's tears, but instead, we got some salty bear's tears, which was much more delicious. Today, I'm going to be reviewing injuries from the Bears game, as well as discussing Jonah Jackson, James Houston, CJGJ updates, as well as Alex Anzalone is pregnant and expecting a baby soon, or maybe his wife's pregnant. Who knows these days, but could he miss a game? Let's talk about all that next. Here's the Bears game recap. Another very clean game, similar to the Chargers game. No major significant injuries noted. In the second quarter, Jameer Gibbs got hit hard on the left wrist, but he stayed in, so no concerns there. Craig Reynolds in the third quarter landed hard on his abdomen and his arm after he fumbled the ball. He went to the locker room, probably got x-rays. He returned to the game, so no concerns there either. Amrung Rossi and Brown in the fourth quarter at the 51-second mark caught a ball and then landed hard on his right hand and wrist. Looked like he was grimacing a little bit on that. He played the rest of the game, but didn't really do much. I'm recording this Monday afternoon after the injury report has just dropped. If you look at the report, you don't see any of the guys I mentioned on that report. No surprises in the report, which sometimes can happen. So we escaped with a clean game, so we're looking pretty darn healthy going into the Packers game. Let's talk about Jonah Jackson, who was NP all last week and ended up missing the Bears game. He was listed with a wrist-ankle But the wrist is definitely more concerning to me than the ankle, and here's why. When I reviewed all his snaps in the Chargers game, I did not notice any moments of injury, no points where he was down for a little bit, no points of limping, and he did not miss any snaps. So there's nothing obvious on video. If he had a serious ankle injury, that probably would have shown up. However, a wrist injury can be serious and not necessarily show up on video. They don't necessarily look all that bad on video. For example, see what happened with Joe Burrow. If you look at the Monday report, you see that Jonah Jackson is still on there with a wrist, with an MP. The ankle designation is gone, which helps confirm that the ankle was not anything too serious. There is concern that the wrist could be a long-term issue, though. We really don't know at this point. We can probably go ahead and assume that Jonah Jackson's x-ray and MRIs are all negative at this point. I think he's very likely out versus the Packers since he had an out designation for the Bears game. If he had been listed as doubtful or questionable, then Packers game would have been a possibility. But an out hints that he's also out for the Packers game. What's going on with Alex Anzalone and could he miss a game? He had a great game against the Bears with 15 tackles and a fumble recovery. Well, in a few days, he's going to be recovering a newborn baby. That could potentially cause him to miss a game. Let's go over what the deal is here. On the Ross Tucker Football Podcast a couple weeks ago, it was implied that his due date was November the 30th. I'm assuming he meant the due date and not an induction date. So November the 30th is the due date. That's set at 40 weeks gestational age. 
they're not going to want to wait. They're going to try to induce the baby in between games so that Alex isn't going to have to miss a game. It's very safe to induce a baby at 39 weeks gestational age. I delivered over 100 babies in my training as a family medicine doctor. Induction is not a complicated procedure. There are various methods to coax that cervix to open up. Generally very reliable, and you can get a baby out within 24 to 48 hours. 39 weeks gestational age is November the 23rd, which is Thanksgiving. Alice is going to be busy beating up on the Packers that day. What they'll likely do is start induction that evening or maybe the day after, hopefully have a baby 12 hours after that, maybe up to 24 to 48 hours. Now, there's something that will help the induction process go much easier for the Alcelonis, being that this is their second pregnancy. By the second pregnancy, the mom knows what to expect. The body is just less resistant to delivering. Everything just goes more easy more reliably and smoother. By the third or fourth pregnancy, or in Philip Rivers' case, the 10th pregnancy, that baby is shooting out of the vaginal canal like a Stafford fastball. So as a doctor, I'm just bracing myself so I don't get hurt. The timing's actually great for the Anzalonis with the mini-buy coming up. So they can do that induction right after Thanksgiving and get an extra three days to spend with a newborn. So just to summarize, unless there's early labor, Hope for good news around November the 24th. If that happens, then we're not going to have to worry about Alex missing a game because of a baby delivery issue for the rest of the season. Let's do an update on James Houston. A new video dropped last week showing that he was full weight-bearing and doing some rehab in the facility at about the nine-week mark. The good news on this video is that he is full weight-bearing. Probably was already full weight bearing at about the eight week mark. There was a possibility it could have taken until 12 weeks to be full weight bearing. So the fact that he's at eight weeks full weight bearing is very good news and gives hope that he could return this season. If he had not been full weight bearing until 12 weeks, forget about it. He would have been dumb. The bad news on the video was there's still a significant limp on the ankle. The range of motion of the ankle is still very stiff. So there's still a ways to go there as far as healing. There's still some pain and discomfort, which is why he's limping. Still needs to heal up before he can really start some of these more intense rehab exercises. Now, when is he going to return? It's really going to totally depend on how the rehab goes. How is his ankle going to respond? On the video, we only saw him do straight line rehabilitation. That's early in his rehab Once we start seeing him doing rehabilitation that involves rotation of the ankle, like lateral movements, cutting movements, or rounding a curve, then we know he's getting close. But before that even happens, he needs to be able to jog in the straight line without limping, sprint in the straight line. So there are multiple steps before he can get to that next level of rehabilitation. So all you social media sleuths out there, send me videos if you see anything of James Houston doing cutting exercises, lateral movements, anything beyond straight line movements. That would be great to see. All right, quick update on CJGJ. He posted an exciting video of him celebrating the Lions win, claiming that he'll be back in two weeks. Then he corrected himself to three weeks. Who knows? He was excited. Maybe a little over-enthusiastic, but three weeks would be about when I would expect him to be back. December the 10th would be the Bears. 
December the 16th is the Broncos. That game's likely getting flexed to a Saturday national game. This guy likes the spotlight. Wouldn't surprise me if his target date is a national game against the Broncos on Saturday. Again, social media sleuths out there, look for videos showing him doing flat or decline bench presses. If we see that, he is going to be very close. Well, that's it for today. Go to my Twitter, at JimmyLeowMD, if you want to see injury videos. Have a great Thanksgiving. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. Yes! <laughs>